The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Righteousness puts you back in right standing with God. It puts you back in right position. Anybody who is righteous understand what righteousness means and acts on it becomes Satan's master. Anybody who's got spiritual power, you're coming out of this spirit man and you speak words. God backs your words. You will rule political forces. You will rule the economic forces. You will rule the media forces. Look at Jesus, who is the one who told you who you are. Then you will own what they got. Your vast inheritance comes in proportion to your new identity. Your vast inheritance comes in proportion to your new identity. Who are you? See? And it's interesting because over in Numbers chapter 13, they said, we are in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so are we in their sight. Said the giant's going to slaughter us, so forth and so on. Now this is the leadership talking like this. And the Bible talks about a leader, it says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 14, I think it is. How then shall they call on him who they've not believed? Well, how shall they believe in him of whom they've never heard or not heard? Now, how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he preach or they preach except they be sent? Well, that was what was happening. He sent out 12 spies. Am I right about it? But they came back and preached something that sounded good to human reason. It sounded reasonable. But most of what's in that Bible is not reasonable. The Bible is a supernatural book. You know most of what Jesus did is not reasonable. I mean, suppose I came up to you and spit on the ground and made some little stuff and then say, come here, come here, come here. (laughs) Is this the right group I'm talking to? But over in Hebrews chapter 11, verse three, he says this, by faith, we understand. Stop right there. How do you understand? By faith. You got to take it by faith. If I tell you that tomorrow about this time, you're going to have more business than you can handle. How are you going to take it? But this identity thing. 
Who are you? Well, what we did is we affirmed according to scriptures that you are God's. Now, how do we say we got there? FaceTime. You got to look in the book to see who you are. You didn't make yourself. God made you. You you came out of God. I said, you came out of God. So we've got to understand that, wait a minute, the first thing we got to do, we got to find out who we are because these possessions and places that we're going into, they not only have giants, but you're going to have to live large. And it's not going to be the size of the hotel he's going to give you. It's going to be the size of your thinking, whether you get it or not. So what I did is we started back at the beginning. We started looking at righteousness and where righteousness was, where, what was it? How was it lost? how it regained and so forth, because they that receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall reign as kings in life by one Jesus the Christ. So what happened? We looked at some places where Jesus was saying, I and the Father are one. Now, where was he going back to? Let's go all the way back to the garden. Genesis chapter 1. And verse 26, let's go all the way back to the garden. And God said, let us make man in our image after likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So everything is going to be subject to this man. Everything that's made, everything that flies, everything that crawls, everything in this earth is going to be under the foot of man. It's backed that up by saying Psalms chapter eight and verse three. When I consider the heavens, this is, this is the, the psalmist saying, the work of thy fingers and the moon and the stars, which thou has ordained, God made all of that. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visiteth him? You've made him a little lower than the angels. Angels there is translated God and has crowned him with glory and honor. Watch this. One is anointing, another's position. Notice, thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hand, and you put all things under whose feet? Man's feet. Now, let me ask you. Before the devil got to be the devil, Satan, and so forth, his name was Lucifer. All right? Did God make Lucifer? All right. So now he's saying he's put everything under the hands of man that he's made. So right away, you know, the devil is under your hand. Let's take it a little bit further. He's under your feet. Now, do you believe that? If you don't believe it, you'll make up these big stories about how powerful the devil is. Next thing you know, the devil is outranking God. And what we got to do is understand, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're here to make him submit. 
And anybody that understands righteousness and what righteousness means becomes Satan's master. And, and where I'm going to take you is through the God consciousness now, because we've had sin consciousness. Now we're going to get son consciousness. We want to know who we are according to how God made us. Say amen to that. Amen. Now you got to do this because if you don't know who you are, then especially during election time, the devil's going to talk you into being a victim. And the next thing you know, people vote for the wrong person because they're victims. See, they, they need a handout. They need, they need somebody to give me a little bit more bread. Give me another freebie. Give me another debt. You own all of this. No, no, no. You didn't get it. You own all of this. Your dad, you're part of the richest family in the universe. You don't need a handout. You should be a walking supply house. Healings, deliverance, food, whatever you need, I got it. Because I'm coming from the kingdom. Now, I'm saying that to say now we got to get our thinking right because your vast inheritance comes only in proportion to your new identity. And we got to identify with Christ. Now let's go further with Adam. So what happened with Adam is um, now God has Adam to uh, uh, put him in the garden and he gave him a prohibition. The way God protects his people is through knowledge. He said this and through authority, staying on authority. He said this, there's a tree there. Don't eat of that one because the day you eat of that one, what's going to happen? You shall surely die. All right. So what does he do? Chapter three, no, verse chapter two, he named the animals. Everything that crawled, everything, name, plants, whatever have you. Here's this man now. He's functioning with God's ability because he and God are how many? He one. Okay, so now, fast forwarding, Jesus, Jesus's mission, part of it was to get you back into perfect fellowship with your father. Okay. Perfect fellowship now, flowing again. So now he names animals, so forth and so on. Now understand everything is submitted to him. He has rulership over everything. Chapter three, here comes the devil. And the devil now is tempting him or tempted Eve. And Adam ate, ate, ate of the tree. And when he did, he fell. He lost more than something to eat. He lost his nature. Now that's key. I know he lost his, his relationship with God. We know that. But he lost his nature. Now why did I say that? Because he had the nature of God. Now we use that lion thing because I think that was one of the things which we could all relate to. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 1. She talks about a lion and the fact that the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are what? Bold as a lion. Proverbs 30 and verse 30. We talk about also that this lion turns not away from any. You're with me. Stay with me now because I'm going to show you your problem is not faith. Your problem is your image. When righteousness is in place, faith rises unconsciously. 
we can study faith so we know what faith is and so forth. But a lot of people are trying to build their faith with a grasshopper image. All right? So here's a lion. Now, do you have to teach a lion how to growl? <laughs> He was born with that nature. When it's in your nature, it comes naturally. You are a natural ruler. That's why you're trying to boss people. You are a natural <laughs> ruler. I'm, I'm, that, that's the truth. Because once you... you Mankind was a natural ruler. He, he, part of his nature, his nature was like his father. Amen. See, when you got born again, you got to be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Old things are what? Passed away. Old things are the old nature. See, that, that nature is gone. Sin consciousness, guilt, shame, all of that, that shouldn't be a part of you now. Why? Because you're in a different nature. When you were not born again, nobody had to talk you into sin. <laughs> However Jesus walked, that's the way you can walk. That nature gives you that ability. Are y'all with me here? Say divine nature. Now that's what he talked about in 2 Peter chapter 2, pardon me, chapter 1 and verse 4. Talked about divine nature. You have the nature of God. Nature of God is a ruler. Nature of God is, are you following what I'm saying? So now Adam sinned and when he sinned, he took on another nature. Now Satan was ruling him. Satan is ruling him. Now let's put it up there. Luke chapter four, please. Over in Luke chapter four. And let's look here at verse five. And the devil taking them up to a high mountain. This is Jesus now. He's tempting Jesus. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all this power will I give you. Ooh, my Lord. The nature of an entrepreneur. The nature of one. He said, all this power will I give you and the glory of them for that has been delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. Wow. He said, wait a minute. I can give you this if I want to. And if I don't want to give it to you, I won't give it to you. Now this is devil, the devil running everything. But he showed him all the kingdoms, put that up there, all the kingdoms of the world, watch this. And the devil said unto him, all this will I give you. Watch this. And the glory of them, the glory of them, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. The glory, the glory, the glory. What is the glory? What he's talking about here? He is talking about all that, that he's accumulated in his kingdoms. Gold, silver, people, companies, all that that he's running. He said, I'm not going to only give you charge over it, but I'm going to give you some of this. Now, if it wasn't a temptation, it wouldn't be in that book. 
But Jesus said, no, 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 no. Get thee behind me or whatever he said. My point to you is, don't let him give you nothing. Take it. And you're going to take it by faith. So what happens now, here he is, here is, here is uh, Jesus being tempted, so forth and so on. Now, Jesus knew where he had to go. The Bible calls him the last Adam. So he's going to function kind of just like they did. He knew where he was going to have to go. He was going to have to pay the price for humanity. Now, he himself even spoke this. Are y'all with me so far? He spoke this. Now, Adam dropped everything. So now Adam's uh, where he's out of position. He's supposed to be ruling. Now he's being ruled. As a matter of fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4, this is what it calls the devil. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. The God of this world, who was he talking about? Who was he talking about? He was talking about Satan. Where did Satan get that title from? He got it from Adam. He got it, he got it from man. Isaiah chapter 14, look what it says here. And I'll ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will be like the most high. Now this is Satan talking. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying, is this the man that made the earth to what? Tremble. That did shake what? Kingdoms. Watch this. That made the world as a what? Wilderness. And destroyed the what? Cities that, wow. This is Satan. But notice what he was trying to do. He's saying, wait a minute. I'm going to be God. Now God called you gods. I got proof of it. Psalm chapter 82, please. I'll start at verse one. It's time for the church to stop begging. It's time for the church to stop being used by the devil. I'm saying that you now are going to be reigning as kings. And this is what I said and I decree it and it's going to happen right now. God standeth in the congregation and judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? He's talking to the gods. And he said, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are what? Out of course. I have said you are who? I have said you are who? I have said you are who? And all of you are what? Children of the Most High. Now notice what he's called you. What did he call you? God. Well, when Jesus told them that's who they were, they wanted to stone him. He said, why are you going to stone me? He said, if the scriptures say it, you can't undo it. And religious people don't like you to say you're gods. No, you're not big G. You're little G. There's a big difference between big G and little G. Say amen to that. So don't get it twisted because that's what Satan did. He said, I think I'm going to be big G. 
God, God says, hey, listen. And next thing you know, he got thrown out of heaven and now he's down here seeking whom he may devour, but you're about to tie him up and then send him to the lake. And I'm not talking about Michigan. Now look at this. He said, wait a minute. Did the scriptures say you are gods? Now that's something we said about a God. And one thing we said about a God that's interesting is that a God is exempt from death. Didn't we say that? He's exempt. Can't die. Can't die. You are exempt. Now, wait a minute. None of this happens if you don't believe it. Why would God take his man, his child, put him in a world that is full of the devil? Watch this and just say, go for yourself. No, no, no. He's done everything for you. He's provided for you. Watch this. He's provided protection. He's provided provision. He's provided promotion. Your promotion doesn't come from man. It comes from God. See, that's why you got to watch people who try to put you on the spotlight. See, you are my problem. You are this. You, your problem. Your problem is your ignorance. And your ignorance says that somebody else is your problem. And that's what God, the devil wants you to say. Why? Because he knows that the help is in you. He knows that you can call things. Say amen. He knows that your promotion doesn't come from the east or from the west. Your promotion comes from God. Psalm 75. He knows that everything you do is going to prosper. He knows that if God be for you, no man can stand against you. He knows that no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As God was with Moses, he is with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. He always causes you to triumph. You are more than a conqueror. He knows that. But the problem is you don't know who you are. If you don't know who you are, you are being used. And I'm telling you, I'm here to try to smash your ignorance. I'm here to bring you a word that will be unrefutable. The church has been trying not to lose. That is not the way you play the game. The tennis, the tennis uh, tournament's going on now, the French Open. And there's a player that came out there was trying not to lose. Well, what happens when you try not to lose? You lose. See, because you're busy trying, that's fear. That's fear conducting your life. God didn't tell you that. He said, I want you to go in there. He said, I've made it already that they're going to be afraid of you. Now go in there like you're about to take over. Say amen to that. Somebody 
said, well, I'm not sure whether I know how to do that. Fake it till you make it. Just go, come on, go on in there. Fake it till you make it. Who up in here? But you got to stop letting, letting Satan tell you when you can tithe. You got to say, wait a minute, I don't have but a little, but I'm going to tithe that. Now you about to break through. But as long as he can intimidate you and make you step back again, step back again, then the next thing you know, you're begging somebody else to help you with this and help. Those days are over. Whatever's been harassing you will harass you no longer. This is it. I decree it. Well, praise God. I trust that you were blessed by today's message. Now, let me share with you something that you want to meditate on. Now, this is a powerful truth. It comes out of Psalm chapter 82 and verse 6. Here's what it says. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Now, he's talking to us. In fact, Jesus preached that over in John chapter 10. He said, didn't the scriptures say you are gods? Now, it doesn't mean God Almighty, because there's only one God Almighty, but you and I are His under rulers. God gives us His thoughts, gives us His power, so forth. It flows through us so that we can rule the earth. But one of the things about a God that is interesting is that a little G is exempt from death. You see, that's what Pharaoh, Pharaoh thought he was a little God. He, he thought he, he couldn't die. But think about this, the three Hebrews, you throw them in a fire, and they won't burn, and that's exempt from death. <laughs> so what is he saying? He's saying that you can get a consciousness or meditate and get your mind renewed to the ability that God has flowing through us that you will be exempt from premature death. So that's a powerful thing. Now, this teaching explains that more. And today's is a special. I'm having a four-part teaching on this Occupy Till I Come. You're going to start getting a knowledge of who you really are. You see, one of the things that people fear most is death, premature death, accidents, car crashing or airplane crashing or somebody breaking in the house, getting shot. No, 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 no. This takes that all away. Why? because God's angels are around you, protect you and keep you in all your ways. See, if you believe that and have faith in that, it'll all work in your life. Well, this is Bill Winston saying, we'll see you next time. Until then, we love you and keep walking by faith. Righteousness puts you back in right standing with God. It puts you back in right position. Anybody who is righteous understand what righteousness means and acts on it becomes Satan's master. Anybody who's got spiritual power, you're coming out of this spirit man and you speak words. God backs your words. You will rule political forces. You will rule the economic forces. You will rule the media forces. Look at Jesus, who is the one who told you who what they got. Today's series, Occupy Till I Come, Volume 2, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order this transformational teaching, 
Call today at 1-800-711-9327 or contact us online at BillWinston.org. It's time that we as believers use the power and authority that Jesus gave us to rule and reign in life. Let the biblical truths in this series help you to start, stay, and finish strong in faith. Order Occupy Till I Come, Volume 2, today. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. 